And I think that just, that flicked this switch in me where I was like, okay, fuck you, watch this. I remember the first time that I met you. It was high school in the theater. I said that I loved you and I meant it, but you had a boyfriend. I thought we were deeper. Pick me up in the morning, CDs playing. You always had the best taste. I just adored it, my best friend, but I wanted more than. I remember the first time that you kissed me in the basement with the light off. It felt just like a movie in the theater. You said, what are you doing? I didn't know either. Act like nothing ever happened that night. To me, it felt like magic secretly high on endorphins. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're listening to Jim and Them, episode 788, part two. My name is Mike Steele, and I am so gracious and lucky to be in the midst with the man himself, the ruiner of RIP groups, the YouTube legend himself, Jim Scampoli. Yo, yo, thank you so much for that fine, fine intro. My name is Jim Scampoli. I'm the ruiner of RIP, baby. I come in, I chant things, I have fun, I film, I put my camera in your face, and I say, what'd you think about that one? What'd you think about that one? Was it scary? You should bring it over there, my friend. (laughs) Get drunk. Drink this now. Drink this. Don't think, just drink. Just drink. That's your your catchphrase. Don't think, just drink. Uh, and you know what? We we would be remiss if we didn't mention the fabulous lunch we had at Teppanito. Is that the name of it? It's Teppanyaki food, which is basically, if you ever thought you knew what hibachi is, yeah, you it's don't. not hibachi. You thought you knew what hibachi it's was. Teppanyaki. Uh, but the place at Epcot yeah, what was it yeah, called? It's Teppanito. Yeah. Um, was fuck? We always keep forgetting the name of our chef. Uh, it was Seiji. Yeah, I think it was Seiji. KG um, or Seiji? I think it was Seiji. But uh, well, I mean, before we get to the meal itself, I mean, of course, I guess with us, I, I don't know if we're the common denominator, but I think we're the common denominator for normal, awesome people because. Uh, so, we're really not quick, the problem. To even imply that there's a chance yeah. we're the problem is even going too far in this situation yes. because you could argue that with our RIP tour, we started something that prompted a response. Sure. I don't believe that, yep. but you could make that argument technically. Yeah. In this case, this is an open and shut demonstration of people not understanding where they are and 
us clearly understanding where we are. Yeah, I don't have the clips of this, but like, I mean, I, I have clips of it, but I haven't gone through the footage yet. Because, uh, I mean, I initially I was just going to talk about what an amazing meal it was, but it reminded me of what we had to deal with. So it was uh, eight person. There's eight seats at the at the teppanyaki table, which yeah. is, you know, the chef's there. There's a big like flat, a flat iron uh, like oven or like a griddle uh, grill thing. Yeah. Cooktop right there at the table for them to cook in front of you. And, you know, this guy's rocking. He's awesome. Yeah. Uh, He's, you know, uh, he's got some chicken down on there. He's also doing the onion thing. He's cutting yeah. the onions, stacking them. He puts like some soy or whatever sauce on it. So you yeah. get the smoke coming out and he's making it into a train. Like he's hitting the, he's hitting the spatulas on there. It sounds like a train. I think he's, he's just making a volcano, forward. but then, yeah, then he's yeah. like, nope. And he makes it a train. He puts two little onions on the side to make a Mickey out yeah. of it. And we're like loving it. Like, this is great. And then you look to the four other people that are sitting. It's like a family or yeah. it's yeah, like a mom. There's a mom, like, a grandma, and two kids. Yeah. and they're, Or a mom and a sister, maybe. They're all staring at their phones. They're, <laughs> they're either staring at their phones or they're looking at him like, fucking get to it. Yes. I'm hungry. It was so bizarre that they were not enjoying. Like, Even the kids, dude. This yeah. is the type of thing a kid should be like, whoa. whoa. Yeah. Like a kid should have sounded like we did. Yes. And these kids did not give a Fuck and he's about going, the ah, cool thing. Mickey, he goes, it's a, it's a train. Mickey Mouse. And oh, even here comes Mickey. When he makes Mickey, the, the volcano is Mickey's nose and yes. the extra onions are his ears. And what he does is he moves the ears so that Mickey is looking at each one of us. Yes. And so as you, can, he, you can either get a picture or yeah. you just get a good vantage point. He's taking into account the table. Yeah, so he's doing it to I'm going to try to find this footage real quick, cool. but go ahead. I'll so do a little going. recap while you look. Yeah. So he's like doing the ears looking at us, and me and Jeff are like, woo! And then he's yeah. like doing it to Jim, and Jim's like getting footage, and he's like, ha-ha! And then he turns the ears to them, and I swear, you could have heard a fucking pin drop. There was nothing. Not It wasn't a tepid reaction. Yeah. It was a complete lack of any reaction. It was, Again, it was as if they were in a Denny's, and they were sitting at their table bored waiting for their food. Not like a world-class, like, Actual Japanese native chef yes. was doing kick-ass, like fun, like things in front of us, and that's the whole point of this thing. Is this restaurant is not just like anyone can walk in. This is not like you're at a theme yeah, you park and you come and sit down. You know yeah. what you're getting. This into is a reservation, here. and you you understand that you're going to. It's like going to a play and being like, "Why are those people up there talking so much?" Like. How do you not know what's happening in front of you? You're out of play. How do you not come to this and have, like how do you come here and not act like the things in front of you? Like there's a there is a a showman's aspect to this, and they were acting as if nothing was happening. They they were not just unentertained; they were unaware of the fact that they should be entertained. Yeah, it's like they were. Yeah, they were annoyed. That it just wasn't someone in the back making their food and bringing their food yes. up. Yes. I'm trying to see if I... I thought I got footage of the people, but maybe I didn't. Maybe I kind of wussed out. Uh, even if you, I have footage even of if the you guy. can't see them, you'll hear us being like, woo, woo, and then yeah. you'll see him look at them and fucking crickets. Even just like what you'll see, it's like, by the way, we're going to talk about how fucking delicious this meal was. 
I, Dude, I it don't, was an amazing meal. I don't know how it was so good because I watched him make it, and I'm not I'm not going to imply he did nothing special. Yeah, yeah. But like, when you make a, an amazing meal, you expect there to be like a trick to it, perhaps, yeah. or like something was soaked in something, or uh, uh, dr- dr- something was drizzled over something. And it was like none of that. It's just. He Real took basic, the food. Se- like just seasoned, yeah. standard seasoning. Yeah, and- heated it up so it was able to be eaten, and then we ate it, and it was fucking amazing. Yeah, let's do it. just a quick clip of what we were talking about. Yeah. I think this has the yeah the onions and the, and yeah. the Mickey. Yeah, okay, uh, this is perfect because you'll see when he moves. Like even he is like trying like hell to get them to care about what's happening. I think at one point in time he has to like be like to the kid like. Not verbatim this exact thing, but he's like, hello, hey, look away from your <laughs> yeah, phone. I'm yeah. doing a thing. Uh, and they just give him nothing. They give him nothing. But you'll hear us because we're like, hey, woo. Yeah, just fucking, just no selling, dude. Oh, 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 oh. And he kept doing the like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna bang the, my, my salt. And it's like, hey, not a fucking peep out of them. <laughs> yeah, there he goes with the train coming through, baby. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, you can kind of see in the corner this lady's just on her phone. She's not filming. She is yeah. not filming what's happening. No, she's just, just on her phone. She's just on her phone. Yeah, look, look, look. Yeah, dude. you can see she's just on her phone. She's dude. not even looking what up. What a piece of shit. She's not even looking up. She doesn't give a shit. Look, look at the kid. She kind of looks up annoyed here. Can and you look see? how bored that little kid is. You can kind of see his, his uh, glass full of boba, too. Yeah, see, he's trying to give them a view. Oh, yeah, yeah there we go. I mean, the kid's kind of looking now. They, yeah, the mom's just like, oh, my God, my phone is so great right now. I, I yeah. love my phone. <laughs> I love my phone so much. I'm watching fucking, <laughs> I'm watching live action One Piece. <laughs> Leave me alone. How are you? <laughs> Look, she, he's like, please yeah. acknowledge that I'm even talking to you. Oh, yeah, the other person's on their phone there to yeah. my right as well. And awesome. you could hear us. When yeah. we got Mickey Mouse, we were like, yeah, yeah woo! It's Manny. It's Manny Mouse. Oh, yeah, we yeah. kept calling him Manny Mouse. <laughs> why did we do that? It was because, uh, fuck, why was that? It, we I did think it, it was, a lot. I think it was because we heard someone say it weird. You know I forget. But Never yeah. mind, Jim. I don't need to ask. Well, uh, I don't need to remember why to know that we heard someone do something or say something, and then we turned it into a bit that we embraced for a week. Yeah, we kept <laughs> saying, that's what like, we do. Yeah, yeah, Minnie and Manny Mouse. We're like, oh, my God, I can't wait to see Manny Mouse. At, uh, <laughs> uh, but, yes, the, the tepanito, the steak I had there was so fucking good. Yes. Um, I had steak the, and chicken. It fucked in, yeah. it fucked my mouth. Like uh, in a good way. Such an amazing that the noodles, the uh, the udon noodles. I don't know what he did. I don't know what yeah. he did because when we were eating them, I was like, Jim, I watched him just throw these on the grill. He didn't even put anything on them. It was like a little salt and he cooked yeah. the vegetables. This is the best. And I ate it all. Yeah. All I did was pick out the onions. Uh, we also had some uh, some good barbecue at the they have a Toy Story Roundup uh, restaurant uh, barbecue roundup. 
which they were, I mean, I guess she, she wasn't that weird, but it's a little weird because it's like table, like it's family style served. And it's supposed to be like all you care to enjoy. So at a yeah. certain point, like we're like, can we get Jeff's like, can we get some more meat? And she's like, what meat? <laughs> I was like, well, the meats. Can we get more meat? I guess the uh, these meats. You know, what I mean? you have to like see, say specifically. I'm on meat. her side because I think the vo- of the the goal is they don't want to bring stuff to the table we're not going to eat. Fair. So since there was five times five five types of meat in there, yeah. Jeff said, "Can we have more meat?" And she goes, "What kind?" He goes, "Just the meat." Like he yeah, wasn't being meats. specific because the second we said. The brisket and the something. She goes, cool. And then she brought it all out. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. I'm not like, I'm not saying that anyone's at fault, but I do think that that was the the disconnect there. But that that restaurant's dope because that's the restaurant you might have, no one has. You might have heard of it. It's the one where it's like, you're essentially shrunk down and you're in the backyard with all the toys. Yes. And occasionally like, Sid shows up and everybody like hides from him. Everybody freezes, even well, the waiters. We, we have to yeah, hide right. from Sid. Oh, and hide. That's right, hide from Sid. When Andy shows up, yeah. you freeze because that's what they do. Yes. So like, even the waiters, like there was a there's a hero. He had just walked out of the kitchen. He was holding a bunch of stuff in his left a hand, huge platter, and then yeah, holding up the platter in his right hand, and he was mid forward step, and Andy showed up, and it was like, and he, dude, he stood there like a goddamn champ, and the second he he could. Walked around yeah. like it was no big deal. It was well, great. Once Andy was gone, he was ready to bring that food. So that was fun that we all kind of like had the moments where you sort of like, tr- like you have to. It's just a fun little bit of theater to the to yeah. the restaurant. A little, some yeah. some fun theming. Um. So yeah, this is the clip I had for Last of Us. There might be some filler here, but let me go through it. Yeah, because I think there's... I don't need this beginning part. Yeah, she basically just describes, here's the chunk of the game it's from. It's from Pittsburgh. If you played Last of Us, it's the part where Joel and Ellie have the truck. Yeah, And they're yeah. showing up in the city, and Joel doesn't trust someone, and he ends up having to crush it in, like, crash it into a convenience store. And then I believe it ends with uh, them in the sewer. I think that's mm. what the, the game... Uh, parts of that game bleed together for me a little bit, but that's yeah. where it starts. Or no, it's the hotel. You get to the hotel, and then Joel falls in the in the elevator, and there's the the bloater in the underneath, uh, and he has to start okay. the generator and stuff. That's the chunk of the game that this house takes place in. Well, and like uh, most of the the footage, it's just that girl behind me, uh, the the one that came by herself. Oh, okay. Because she ended up behind me. Because um, before this, when we were in line. I heard, like, I heard a voice behind me, like, do you guys do YouTube or something? And I thought it was the drunk girl. Oh, right. So I just ignored it at first. Like, I didn't even, I was just kind of like, oh, I didn't hear that. And then she, like, tapped me on the show. She's like, do you guys have YouTube? I'm like, oh, well, we have a show. I was like, we have a podcast. And yeah, we have, like, a YouTube channel and we cover some theme parks and stuff like that. Stuff, but she's going to get hot and bothered. Oh, that's where I'm talking about it right here, actually. And then, yeah, Tom's like, she's hot and bothered. She's wet. Tom <laughs> Tom loves saying how horny everybody is for us. Smell like boiling shrimp in there. It's, yeah, it's going to smell like boiling shrimp in there. I forgot that he said Jesus, that. Jesus, I didn't hear that. Yeah. She was super into us, though, because she thought we were cool. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We started off because I get scared of everything. Well, the father's so a podcast. Just, like, record me being the worst. And as I've gotten better, 
Oh yeah, see, even there, that's a, that's a good example of me saying yeah. like, no, this trip is not about that anymore. Yes. I am far enough into. I am like, we're about halfway through the the, the houses at this point, right? Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. This is like a little past. Yeah, the halfway, yeah, a little yeah. past halfway. But I am, I have, I'm clearly telling a stranger. Oh yeah. It started as mm. Mike is a fr- terrified of this stuff and hates it. Let's take him, and now it's like less of that because yeah. I I am even like self aware of that because I am I'm I'm enjoying it too much. Yeah, we literally met these guys because they listen to our Big show. Fan. Oh, nice. It is without a question the funniest Whoa. show on the internet. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> Go slow. And he's a red bar guy, so he hates comedy. I, I haven't listened to red bar in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. It's scary, right? Jeff loves ribbing him about that, and Tom loves being like, no, I don't. <laughs> All right. Hi, Mike. I'm counting on you. Sorry, sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Thanks, dude. And yeah, I try to go slow through the houses. Which fucks up sometimes, because sometimes I'm like, fuck, I'm not getting the scares. And so I'm trying to go slow to time it with the scares. But then I'll go too slow, and then I'm out of time with the scares again. Yeah. But also I'm just trying, because I'm also trying to take it in. I'm trying to, um, you know, take in each room and all the details and whatnot. I wish I did more of that in the Stranger Things house. Yeah. Like, in retrospect, looking back on it, knowing what... Like that, there were several rooms where there were not a scare waiting for me. I wish I would have taken more of that that uh, that house in. Yeah. This is when they have to Mushroom like people. This is the guy who wants to be hurt and they drive no! through. Get that! But there's a trick. See, okay, here's another moment, Jim. This is a callback to what I texted you about. The Joel here was so much better than the Joel in the video uh, Uh, because the Joel in the video is like... That could be luck of the draw, though, sometimes, too. But he was being like action movie guy where he's like, Firing his rifle and be like, go, go. Yeah, but this yeah. Joel was like, shh, be, be quiet. We, yeah. we need to keep, because that's what happened in the game. Yeah. And that's what would happen here. He was very much being like, shh, keep going. Like he was treating us like Ellie while he crept around to take out the, the hunters. Mm. Our Joel here, better Joel. Oh, I see. Better moment. <laughs> And I guess seeing this in the dark, you can see the lights on the microphones. But honestly, like, we've done this before. It's it's not a big deal. And it's, it's only not, barely. It's barely, yeah. Oh, shit, son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. That was one of the better scares there, because that's it the first up, time you see a clicker, and it comes behind you. Yeah, he comes yeah. kind of from like, just to like that might that wasn't one of the mirror ones we were talking about, but yeah. like there's a door next to some lockers, so you don't think there's enough space for someone to come out. Yeah. I do. Love ah! That. Ah! I love that Tom just curses. Yeah. 
To see if we could see the guy because I know Jeff Solitz told us that at one point in time the security guy kind of like yeah. or someone told us that they noticed me. Jason did. Yeah, slipped in and basically followed me through like half yeah. the house. Uh, the shit in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it! God damn it! You got me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> They're shit. That was another good one. I think the bloater is what got me the hardest. Oh, yeah. At that moment, they did the strings, the hanging strings. That's why oh, there yes. was no scare. And I'm like, oh, oh. Yes. because like you could feel the strings like tickling because I have I go sleeveless all the time. So whenever they do that, I n always notice them. And I notice that other people don't because unless they hit their face or something, they're not going to feel them. It always hits my arms. Yeah, it's like you're going into like a cobweb yeah. or something like that. Ah, ah. Yeah, you got it. No worries. I'm off. Keep going. I'm going. That was good. That was good. I don't think I've noticed the security guy, but it's hard to tell. It's dark. Yeah. And Jason's back there a little bit. <laughs> you see a click rat oh come out God. of the wall. That's the bloater that got me really, really bad. Oh yeah, Zenpai. Yeah, that girl. We didn't know that girl. She was just in our tour group. She, she was the one that. She came by herself and actually gone to the event the night before. Yeah, she just she was she was like me. She was very social yeah. and she was just talking to people. So she ended up talking to us a lot. Yeah, that's it. It leads to the, the sewer and then to the house. Yeah. That's what it was. He's like sniping. Yeah. Oh, 
Okay. Because, yeah, this is the end. So we're walking out, and then, yeah, this is where a guy comes up to Mike. That might have been my favorite one yet. Oh, God. Dude. That, that. Huh? Oh, no, no, it's audio. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a live microphone. It's just an audio. I love Tom. It's yeah. No, Tom. Walk <laughs> away. Tom, dude. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you can, you can kind of learn to lie, bro. So the, the guy pulls Mike aside because they, I mean, which is weird because we all have the thing. Well, and I flipped it around backwards again. I yeah. think he thought I was hiding uh, something okay. and that it was like a GoPro or some shit. Yeah. Dude, that, that. Huh? Oh no no it's audio. Yeah, you can kind of hear him say like you have a th you have a thing on your and he's pointing at like yeah, he goes is that a he, he said like is that a camera and I go no 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 it's yeah. audio. Well and this is where Tom comes yeah. in. Yeah. It's, a, it's just a live microphone. I'll push him. Nope, get phone, out of here. So it's just a yeah. live microphone and then you're immediately like yeah I, it's for my phone. Yeah I go <laughs> it's for my phone. Yeah I'm immediately <laughs> like like Tom is like yeah it's for live audio for the podcast. I'm like nope nope shut up I'm lying. <laughs> audio. Yeah. It's just a live microphone. It's just an audio for my phone so I can make calls. Uh -huh. Thanks, Mike's getting an audio for the audio. audio. Yeah, it's in, and Jason comes to me and he goes, hide your microphone. Use it for my phone. Okay, I understand 100%. I even turned it around so that the lights aren't, like, hitting anyone. Because if I were to hit it this way, you'd see it. Which, by the way, yeah. stroke of genius yes, yeah. by being like, Oh, hey, You're just going, look over here. Look over here. Look uh -huh. what I'm doing. I'm doing the right thing. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, yeah. look, I even uh, turned it around so that the, the like, look mm. at all the lights you'd yeah. see if I were to war I've worn it the mm. right way. Oh, uh, Jack, stay right real quick. Stay right real quick. No, but you're good. Just see so you next time, try to make sure all recording is off. Oh, no, it's not on. I use it for phone calls. <laughs> okay. Because I put, if I put in my headphones, they, they don't hear the audio. So I use this for the audio on my phone because cool. everywhere is loud. Okay. Thank you. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. Got him, dude. Boom, Got him. boom, boom. And he's like, oh. It's the flimsiest lie, <laughs> yeah. but I dedicate yeah. myself to it so wholeheartedly yeah. that he's like, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, <laughs> makes perfect sense. Move on, on your day. Uh, move on with the rest of your night, good citizen. And I was like, yeah, sorry, my AirPods, they're just, it's too loud here for those to work, so I use this. <laughs> As if I'm walking around horn, I'm fucking making phone calls. <laughs> my phone. Because everywhere is loud. Okay. Thank you. Oh, yeah, cool, cool. Cool, cool. Tried to get you. Yeah, I told him that it was uh, for my phone. Yeah. Dude, that bloater. The bloater <laughs> sections, and then the one where the guys came out from both sides. The bloater sections, and then the one where the guys came out from both sides. Oh yeah, because I have regular video for this. That was yeah. solid. That was that was messed up. And I Best kept wanting, yet, right? I kept wanting to look at Joel and Ellie, but then every time I did, something would be like off to the side. That was that one was really. It didn't have any of the scares I thought it was gonna have. Like the people in the walls and shit, yeah, which yeah. Hollywood like, does have yeah, that. Versions uh, of those, yeah, people but coming out of the walls, like because yeah. they had the whole like, hey, I've kind of grown into the wall. Yeah, and yeah. And you see like six or seven of them, and two or three of them are a person that leans forward. I was sure they were gonna have that, and they didn't. They have that in Hollywood, but again, looking at that, I wouldn't trade that moment for what we got. Mm. So I think I, I convinced myself certain things are gonna happen that didn't, and so stuff got me really good. That was fun though. That was really well done. Yeah, that, no, I just thought it was really well done that, overall. That Joel in the beginning just looked like Joel. Yeah. 
Like the one that was like telling you to be quiet. Look, look, I'm saying all the things I already said. Like <laughs> yeah. you can tell, I, I, I have thoughts, Jim. I have got thoughts, and I want the and world to know about them. I think the video cuts here, but I still have some audio that it plays. Pretty good on the monsters. Oh yeah, there's the full body one, dude. Cool. Yeah, the bloaters. That first bloater. Oh. And then it does pick up with video again. Yeah, like the bloaters are a big shot one, yeah. The bloaters are dope. Yeah, you're a perfect what you, bloater. What do you tell him? Don't even put makeup on him. Hear phone calls if we got them. Ah, nice. He's very convincing. It didn't make any sense. <laughs> Well, Either way, like, because Mike was very convincing, it didn't make any sense. Like, basically, what we were just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was asking him, like, well, what do he say? Like, how do he get out of it? Oh yeah, no. I again, I it's it, that was a that was a true dedication moment. Yeah. I was so dedicated to what I said that as he heard the words, yeah, he believed them, even though what like what I was implying to be true yeah. was ridiculous. What are we gonna do with audio? Like, what is? Like, I watched him. Oh really? Really? That's Jason kind of describing that, yeah, like, yeah, he saw him in the house, kind of track you. He watched this wall walk by, and then that's when he got in behind us to like, follow. I was like, why the fuck is this guy following us? I was like, oh, he probably saw the light. Yeah. Yeah, that's. I even told the guy, I was like, oh, well, one, it's audio, and two, I have it turned backwards so that the lights aren't showing. And he was like, oh, okay, cool, cool. And I'm like, he's like, just make sure you turn it off. I'm like, oh, it's literally not even recording. Uh, it's for uh, phone calls. I was like, so I, you're just a liar. I was like, yeah, yeah. You're just dirty liar. I was like, if I put headphones in, they yeah, can't yeah, hear. That really well. So I, yeah, I'm dude. All I do is lie. <laughs> I'm a sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to leave that in, <laughs> dude. <laughs> dude, all I do is lie. I'm a sociopath. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't yeah. think you can be a sociopath by saying I'm a sociopath. <laughs> or is it the ultimate sociopath? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, according to Jason... Because then, yeah, I come back in with video. There is a quick moment after that, I think, that I uh, it was just the audio, because Jason's like... Uh, I think he said his job's like a project manager. He's like, yeah, you know, when they interview me to be the job, they're like, what do you think is a great trade for being a project manager? It's like, being a liar. <laughs> <laughs> He spotted us like halfway through the house and swooped in behind Jeff and followed me the entire way. Yeah. And then he tapped me and he's like, hey, um, I need you to hold on. Uh, and then walk me over to security. And he was like, hey, yeah, this guy's got like something on his, his uh, cuff or whatever. Yeah. And he was like, oh, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's just, it's for audio. And he's like, yeah. oh, I was like, it's not a camera. And he's like, oh, okay. Um, so like, what is it? I'm like, yeah, it's like, it, all it does is record audio. I was like, I use it for my phone. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay, well, just make sure from now on, like, you don't turn stuff on in the house. I'm like, oh, it's not even recording. I literally just put in headphones, yeah. and they can't hear me because everything's so loud. <laughs> so I use this so that I can talk. He goes, oh, okay, cool, cool, yeah, you're good to go. <laughs> so I just told him like, a, it's a pretty, it's a flimsy lie, <laughs> but I said it with such confidence. <laughs> the guy was just like, yeah, yeah, cool, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I guess Jason said he followed me almost the entire house. Because they saw the lights. Because I even told them, I'm like, oh, look, see, if I turn it this way, you see all the lights. So I have it turned backwards so that they won't see any lights, so that it's not disturbing anyone. He goes, oh, okay, cool, yeah, yeah, good. I wasn't sure if there was another clip or not. Okay, yeah, no, it's just that. All right, but yeah. Anyways, that was when we almost got 
We almost got busted. But again, I mean, we're recording audio. Are you really like... Well, it's Are weird. You really so concerned at the audio we're recording. Well, I think it's because they were worried it was a camera. Yeah, I, yeah I, which I get. Because the first thing he said and then is when like, "You see it like it's clearly not a camera. Like yeah. if you look at it, uh, and and I, it's odd. The just thing a live to me, microphone, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus Christ. Uh, the thing that was weirdest to me was that we've worn. I have worn audio every year. Yes. In that same exact way, because I care. I I yeah. only bring the backpack. The first year I brought the backpack just to bring it. Every other year, I brought the backpack to clip the audio to because I knew I wouldn't have anything to clip to because I wear a tank top and it's baggy and it'll just like dro- like droop and it wouldn't be useful. Yeah. And so we've done it every year and all of them have had lights on them. So I'm actually surprised that that moment had it took this long to present itself if that's even something they were concerned with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it just really was just a dude that happened to be like, oh, like maybe I could do something here. Maybe I, I saw something where usually everyone else is just like, ah, who cares? Yeah. Because the main, I mean, we're, it's just weird because Hollywood Universal, they don't care. Like, people just film openly in oh, houses. Oh, really? I don't know why it's, I mean, I guess I know why in Orlando, because they don't want, because it's already so busy. Yeah. And you know, if people are just doing selfies and shit, it just takes more time. But, like, we're, again, we're not, like, if we have audio going, we're not holding up the thing to get selfies. We're just walking through the house. Well, and I think it's probably distracting to the scare workers True. because yeah. one of the, again, back to that video I watched, there are times where you can see other people in the video that we're watching and they're just kind of like up in the face of the scare actor, like yeah, yeah. acting like they're not in a haunted house. And then at the t- same time, the video we're watching is also doing that. And sometimes they just kind of are like, Okay, anyway, I have to go hide in this fucking corner. Please stop pointing yeah, your camera at me. Or get they away. feel like they have to play to it, which throws the timing off. So I would imagine in just in general, they're like, yeah, that makes my job infinitely easier. Yeah. Like yeah, scare I mean, zones, fair enough. That we're playing to the camera on purpose. But in the houses, like just turn your camera off. Well, I heard off. even this year, uh, since it's been so busy, some people in the HHN Discord are saying they're getting yelled at for taking pictures in the scare zones oh really i'd be so furious if you yeah, tried that- to tell me to like because they're like keep it moving no phone because it's I, I guess it is like completely mobbed this year so yeah. they're taught like they're saying that it probably means next year prices are going to go up even more or like i think one thing they'll have to do and for the poor like locals because locals always buy they they basically sell a frequent fear pass which is just a horror nights annual pass right like you could go every night for the most part or which is good because you can like you're gonna stand in a long fucking yeah. line yeah some of them blackout dates like i guess there's i think there's tiers to it but they yeah if you're local then you just plan like oh well yeah i'll go do two houses tonight and then next week i'll do two because yeah you're waiting in like two three hour lines or whatever it is and you're just maybe vibing for the food or whatever yeah um but they're either they're gonna have to jack those up or they're gonna have to like squash that because it feels like, at least from what I'm reading, it's just every night, even this early, like in September, usually it's kind of is the less busy season, obviously. But there have been just sell, sold out nights constantly, and I think they even announced that those frequent fear passes are like completely sold out. Wow. Or whatever. You know, it'd be a good move <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. I can't imagine that they do the the like every night of RIPD is a different badge. Mm. If you had a friend that went and then gave you theirs and you just had a regular ticket, but you oh, took your badge yeah, in yeah, yeah. and then did what that girl like actually did for us and just like waited in that area, 
for a group to come out and then ran up and was like, hey, 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 they yeah, just added me to your group. Me. That's a good idea. You know your yeah. host would be like, okay, well, I've got shit to do, so I just need to make sure they're not lying. You show them your badge, and they go, cool. Sounds good. Then nothing gets scanned. Mm-hmm. Then nothing gets like looked at. It's dark and shit's going on. I guarantee you could just like essentially glom yourself onto an RIP group yeah. pretty easily by doing that. Yeah, no, you're right. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the way to do it plus uh, as well. I mean, it's, oh. it, it, it's up there, but like if you, especially for us, I mean, I guess if we were locals, maybe we wouldn't do that because it's like, oh, we have time. We can see all the houses. But when you're only there for a week and you only have one night at HHN, you're not doing every house. Well, and looking at some of those lines, like they make like uh, fucking Radiator Springs racers look yeah. like you're standing in line for 20 minutes. Like yeah. these lines are like two and a half, sometimes three hours long for the one haunted house. So like if you're going there and you're not RIPD, like again, we get walked through all of them and we're still there for like four, five, six hours at yep. times. So imagine what it's like for the regular person who's not getting walked directly to the front if we're there for six hours straight. Yeah. Like what that it's impossible do, for them. They just have to pick and choose a couple or like you said, come multiple nights and like plan them out. Yeah, and they have to do what's called like stay and scream where you go in at like five PM. Like you have to line people line up at like two PM, dude. And then they get to go in to stay and scream at like five. It's like similar to how when you go to like uh, we go to like Mickey's Halloween party, you can kind of go in early. Yeah. But they just corral you into an area. So it's like Hall H at Comic-Con. Yeah. Then at 530, like if you're in this area, you get to line up for these houses. And so they're lined up. So and and this is the thing I hate, I guess, because I'm a snob. But like, I don't want to be going through the haunted houses in the daytime. No. But they're in the daytime already lined up, then going into the houses. I wouldn't want trying to rush to the next one because you could maybe bang out like three or four before the event officially starts at like seven or whatever. Yeah, now that would, I mean? that would be boring. Because like as it is, the scare zones are super hit and miss. Yeah. But in daytime, even I have a hard time, like which is depending on what the theme is, having anything hit. But dude, that first scare zone when we went through, I was getting got. Oh, yeah. there. I think I heard some audio. I haven't gone through footage yet, but the like as we're... As I was skimming through the audio, when we're going up to the first house to Yeti, you're like, I don't know what it is, but that scare zone got me like a bunch of dude, times. Dude, they got me like yeah. six times. There's tons of extra fog. They kept like coming out of like areas where I didn't expect them. And there was a couple chainsaw guys and there was a couple like coming out of the mist. Got Like they just kept getting me. I don't know what it was, but that's that scare zone was like easily the most effective scare zone I think I've ever been in. Uh, I don't know. I didn't play this earlier, but... Oh, yeah. We could be a little edgy, we could get a little dark, but we love the magic of a theme park. It's Jim and them. I mean, we'd be remiss if we didn't call out that right now. I mean, I guess it's late night now in Florida, but fucking uh, the Star Cruiser is is settling their final night. It's official. They, the 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 storyline is officially done. Yeah. If they were smart, I mean, if we were on the last voyage, even if it's one a.m., I'd be sitting down in that fucking uh, sublight lounge. Yeah, or sublight lounge, or if they still had like desserts or, or whatever area, out in the yeah. buffet area, because you got to take it all well, in. Well, dude, we did it, and yeah. we were just like. 
just like reveling in the last moments mm. before we had to go to bed and leave. So imagine being on the, the last one, especially if you're a person who had never gone. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just, it's, it's interesting because I've been, you and me, obviously we've talked about how big of an impact that had, how great that experience was. Like the, anyone who's listened to the show knows we loved it, but like, We've also kind of mentioned that we had like that post Star Cruiser depression oh, for yeah. a long time. Yep. And uh, I've been in my emotions because I've been seeing tons of people like posting thank yous yes. and yep. like their favorite moments and people on the last two cruises showing things that happened. And it's like really like I think this is when it's kicking in where I'm like, it's gone now. Yeah. Like it's like. I got to do that and now it's gone and no one ever gets to do it ever again and no one ever will. And now the people that did it are the only one, like it's officially gone and it's been like really, really bumming me out. Like Mm. it's just cause like it's, it's just a sad, it's a somber thing. Maybe not sad is the right word, but it's a very somber affair realizing that the star cruiser is now just, done like sage who we've talked about a bunch sammy on the the thing he's been like posting his favorite moments uh and it was very interesting because he revealed i saw the one from today uh was it the one talks about the uh the the climate simulator Uh yes he revealed a little bit more than i think he may have realized yeah because he basically revealed that as sammy there's a moment where you have to decide who your closest friends are. Yes. And that it should be a group of one to three people. Yep. And that you should... And this is great because I... I We kind of... I mean, we didn't joke. We kind of speculated. Because, I mean, if you heard our Star Cruiser discussion, we were those three people. Yes. So Me, that, Mike, and Stella. We were those three people. And we speculated at the time, like... Like, uh, that means we were the main characters in a way. And, like, it kind of weirdly confirmed it. Because I did. Yes. I said well, and, to, But it was more that the fact yeah. that he guides us to that room. I didn't realize yes, that. Yes, you're right. You're I, right. I would have thought, and in my memory, I would still think it was our idea to go there. So well, maybe like, he was just doing a great job of make, convincing us of that. But I would have sworn that, that, sure, maybe this moment happens, but it doesn't always happen here. But he essentially was like, no. Sammy finds his three best friends. He takes them to the climate simulator and he confides in them the truth. And that kicks off a bunch of events. Yes. And when I read that, I was like, like that moment was important to me, but I didn't even realize that like, I didn't realize the gears that were turning in the background. Even I would have, I would have told you that that was an impromptu moment. Yes. Or that it was, a version of something that can happen. And he realized considering where we're at and who we have, this is how it's going to happen. But now looking back on it, it's like, no, no. Sammy was like, all right, I know who it's got to be. And then when he saw us, cause think back, remember when we got the suitcase, uh-huh. when we were over by the, the, the food and he's like, Oh, Mike, Jim. Yes. Oh my God. Get over it. Like he was, we were nowhere to be seen cause we were Sandro, but then we wound up. And when he started having that conversation, it was that moment of, he now knows, okay, I'm Sammy. I have to find my best friends. And he's like, but they're not here. Yes. And then he sees us and you can, you can tell, I bet you even if you looked back on the, uh, the, the, yeah. the footage, he is relieved because he's like, oh, thank God. As Sammy, the decision I'm about to make, I no longer have to make a worse version. I get to choose the right people. There they are. And then it 
plays out that way. But to know, for us, it was just an important moment. It was fun for us. But to see him reveal that tiny bit of tidbit of, as Sammy, what you do in this yeah. moment is you find these people, you take them, and you have this incredibly important, intimate moment. Reading that that's how that goes and that that was us kind of confirms some of our suspicions, but made me feel that much more special about our trip because now I know I can kind of point to probably other situations where that was happening because we, we we talked a lot about how afterwards we were invited to the bridge for that, mm-hmm. that were like basically... For the captain's mission. Yes, yeah. the captain took only the people they trusted the most. And I kind of mentioned that like when the girl came over to talk to us, I saw she had a list of people on an iPad. Yeah. There was clearly shit going on in the background and we made a list. Yeah. And we totally. were a part of a list. We became we became people of interest and not just because Sammy made us important, but clearly we were a part of the Sandra storyline. We interact. The captain and, trusted us and yeah. Sammy trusted us. So we got like placed in this like like small group among a small group. And now that moment where I was like kind of going, I don't know, I kind of think that they must have been tra- like I'm I, I it's kind of confirmed now how many moments like that must have been happening in the background because our situation and our trip felt so unique and so special in so many ways. I wonder how many more of that moment of, well, this is what Sammy does. He finds those people. How many more of those happened to us? And we don't even know about. Yeah. Well, no, because I do remember when he was taking us around. Well, first there was the point where that like little kid, I forget his name was like Aubrey or something like that. Oh, yeah. He tried to like follow us. We hated him. And then. uh, Or we didn't hate him, but we made fun of him a lot. Yeah, we made fun of him a little because he tried to come up and tell Sammy something. And Sammy's like, oh, that's great. You got to go run and tell Wraith. Yeah, go tell Wraith. He had to get rid of him. (laughs) And then, but I do remember when Sammy was talking to us because he's like, we need to get this message to Ray. Like, where would Ray be? Because he was like yeah. asking us. And I think we were like, what about the, um, uh, we were like the lightsaber training area. And he's yeah. like, that's a great call. Ah, it's locked. And, and then, then we I went think to we the, said a different area. Bay. And he's like, ah, maybe. But then we walked all then, the way to the docking bay. And the girl there's like, nope, yeah. no one's been here. And then he did get us to a point where, yeah, one of us then said the climate simulator. And then, yes, he brought us out there. Yeah. And yeah, like his post today where he mentioned it, was, uh, yeah, before Sammy's final mission, he takes his closest passenger allies, only two or three people, into the climate simulator to trust them with the biggest secret of all because friends don't keep secrets. Sammy reveals that he's a stowaway and not a mechanic working for the Halcyon with the help of Linka. The plan uh, was to join resistance on Batu. Unfortunately, the Halcyon needed Sammy more. After revealing this, Sammy opens up the floor if any of his allies have anything to confess. And that's the exact moment we had. It's our exact moment. Yeah. Because I sent this to Stella earlier, too, and she got emotional when, yes! when she was reading it Dude, as well. Because she was like, oh, no, it's but now it means it's over. Like, there's no more mm-hmm. Star Cruiser. It, it's and that that like it sounds dumb, but that moment let like that whole trip was amazing. Yeah. But. I, I mentioned this because I uh, we both like you s- smartly remembered the day it was. I was so caught up in getting back uh, to work that I almost forgot yeah. that that was when the voyage was starting. And yeah. you kind of posted some like here's some pictures. It was important, blah blah blah. And on my Instagram one, I do thank Sammy, and I I literally say like we had an exceptional time, and your moments were ex- like you were the exceptional moments that were part of an exceptional experience. Yes. I could not have any amazing uh, Star Cruiser memories without Sammy. 
Absolutely. Like, like there yeah. is no there is no amazing memories without Sammy. It confirms that even though it was already confirmed and we said it, but like it's no accident that he winked at us. Like yes. when we're yes. you see the wink, yes. but this like fully confirms that's part of it. We're we were Sammy's best friends. And because we even mentioned maybe other people had like maybe five people are having the same thing at different times. And we're, yeah. and this, this trip does a good job of making everyone feel like the main characters. And we, we, we hypothesize that that's the truth. And while I do think there is still a version of that truth where they want as many people to feel like they're important as possible. Sammy didn't can't wink at a bunch of people. No, Sammy yeah. can't take a bunch of. We now know Sammy can't take multiple groups in and have that moment so that everyone can feel so that maybe ten people can feel like they had that moment. And what are the odds of them talking? Kind of thing. Yeah. No, only us. We said this when we were telling the big stories. We felt like the main characters, and now we know we were, and that's what makes all this feel so special. Mm. Is learning little tidbits like that. But also that's what makes all this so somber is that like one of my biggest excitements was knowing that over the next 10 years, I would eventually have friends that got a chance to go yes. and I would know people yeah. that got to go or I would get to go again and maybe try to be a part of other things for sure. Um, and it's a bummer now to know that this incredibly special thing, no one's ever it's, it is going to turn into like an oral history of this, like, like defunct land oh, is going to reach out to people like It'll us be, uh, and be like, please tell me your story. Cause I'm going to make a, a hour and a half long, like documentary YouTube video about this, the, the, the galactic star cruiser, yeah. what it was and how it went. And that like, that is us now. And that all, it does not exist anywhere other than in our memories now. Absolutely. And uh, Zen by in the chat, if you guys did get to go and the second time for some reason sucked, would it ruin the whole thing? No. Even if it, because number one, even a like not as great as how we did on our first, because I don't, no matter what, if we went again, I don't think it's going to no. match it. And we said that and we talked but about it when we like knew a, we wanted to go again. But even uh, to my, in my opinion, going on it, even a subpar experience, like say you're not as like outgoing. So you're just yeah. kind of in the background following what's going on, I still think is would be a blast for anybody. Well, and we know that because we talked to those people yes. that, at that night, the ones that like thought that one of us might be a plant. Yeah. They thought you were a plant because yeah. you kept speaking up every time. Yeah. 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 And, and they, they were talking about how, like how it was crazy for them and how they kept like, I don't think they use these words, but essentially living vicariously through us because they wound up in places we were a lot and saw how involved we were, and they were like, "Oh shit, it's them!" Let's see, like, and they so they kept getting to kind of like, they didn't experience the like, we were they saw the A we were at and the B we arrived at, and they didn't see how we got from A to B, yeah. but they still got to see the A start and the B end, and it made them like, "Whoa, whoa, look at this!" And then they talk to us and we tell them stories and they get to hear it, and so we know that there are people out there that do get these amazing experiences. Mm. Even you and I talked to a couple people that ended up having to smuggle the stuff that, that Chewie had once we brought our half to Chewie in yeah. Gaia's luggage. And he was telling us about his experience and we were like, whoa, that's fucking crazy. Like, well, you, that it, stuff is valid even if you're not there as you share stories or just as you observe. And there was still like three storylines essentially that are kind of 
important that we there saw very little. We, we saw a little bit. Yeah, yeah tiny pieces of, but not or the whole even thing. Like there's a publicized. There's the whole thing where there are some people that bring back the case that has the uh, holocron with Yoda yeah. in it, and they have. There's a small moment where they have a Yoda hologram talk to you, which I would have loved to have done. We didn't get to do it, but I would not trade our stuff, our adventures with Sammy to do that. No, what we got was so amazing. And especially like it aligned so perfect in that, you know, I have pictures from our photo shoot where I'm holding a lightsaber just because for the picture character wise going into it, the way Mike and I talked about it, we never went in thinking we're going in as Jedi's anyways. No. I was going to maybe dabble into some of the, if questions came up on my data pad, I would maybe try to dabble into like, what is this weird sensitivity I have? But my idea was never like that. My character would be a Jedi. I'd maybe like dabble in the force or something, but it it, it was more about being just regular dudes that stumble into the adventure yes. adventure. And they played that in. out. They gave that to us perfectly. Well, because even you look back on the first time we meet Sammy, we're like, well, look at that nervous guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, hey, yeah, he okay. must be a guy. And then <laughs> we see him again in the engineering bay, in the engineering room when we shouldn't be there, and lie to him about why we're there. Yes. Which is the entire crux of why anything else happens with him later, because he keeps referring to us as, wait, you guys like know how to do this stuff, right? Mm. And so we kept like winding up with Sammy because of that lie we told at the, like two hours into the first day. Yeah. And so like having, and then even the idea that we lied to him about how, who we were to become friends with him. And he revealed to us that he had been lying about who he was. And so it's like, there's kind of like a poetry there. Yeah. Like it just, it accidentally worked out perfectly. And again, we weren't heroes. We weren't like, we weren't even smugglers. We were literally junkers that hit a payday and bought our ticket to this crazy ship as a vacation. Yeah. Like and that was our, our simple part. story. Yeah. And then we did our part and got wrapped up with his stuff because, because of a lie we told and a trust that he had in us. Yeah. And I mean, cause he was sharing his, like some of his top moments and I mean, I'm, I can't hold it against him when he mentions this, scenario he does bring up a different moment but it's because it's a heavy ass moment like so the thing that we ended up in in this case it was a mom dad and two sons they were his same they were his closest allies on this voyage and the youngest son did have something to confess when sammy opened up the floor the son revealed his backstory that he had lost a family member on a different planet i know lost his family on a different planet but through this adventure he gained a new family looking at his mother and father and then he found out that the mother told told him later that the youngest son was recently adopted. Yeah. And it was the first time he felt comfortable calling his parents, his new parents, his family. I got teary eyed when I read no, that. Exactly. <laughs> like what a like uh I mean, we're talking about like what it meant to us, but like, yeah, like some of these things that happen, like imagine being sage and like realizing that fucking moment that yeah. you stumbled into. And that's where he says kind of like the Halcyon's a place where people felt bold enough and brave enough to conquer different obstacles, even within themselves, no matter how old you are. The final thing Sammy said to this young boy was, uh, it's not about the family you have. It's about the family you choose and the Halcyon's no exception. So yeah, I mean, he winked at us, bro. He winked at us and he brought us to the climate simulator and he opened up his heart and we opened up our heart to him yeah. and we had 
we were the main like the promise was you get to be a main character in a Star Wars adventure, and that's absolutely what we got. Yeah, we got that, and it's it it makes me sick in a way to know that that there there will never now officially tonight never yeah. be another group that gets to tell the stories of their version of what we got yes. of their two days of their adventure of who meant the most to them and of their of what happened to them at dinner and what happened to them uh, when they were on Batu and what happened to them on the last night and where they were standing. And even just the moment when Ray comes out to confront Kylo Ren and does the fucking lightsaber that they've, mm. they came up with the real lightsaber. It fucking, it, it, it like, it gives me chills. Just sometimes I'll just like see someone sharing a video and I know I'm like, that's the Ray moment. It's going to be. Yeah, I got to yeah, watch it. And I'll watch go. it. And it just yeah. gives me chills because it's just so, so good. And yeah, knowing that like, like we have all this stuff and I told my friends, don't listen to it. Mm. If you have a chance to go, like the, the people that I knew would love that place. I'm like, do not listen or watch anything because we talk about everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't want that. And I realized the other day, I told my friend, I'm like, I guess I can send you the links to that now. Yeah, now you can watch uh, it. Because there's kind of no point. And it's, yeah, it's just, it's uh, it's a real bummer because this thing, I think I was telling that, it was that couple at the... Uh, when we were at Oga's, yeah. When we were at Oga's, and I'm like, it's a tricky situation because to make it as important as it became, the, to give us the experience we gave, it takes a lot. And so it costs a lot. And mm. if you were to to like kneecap that 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 experience and make it cost less, you probably aren't going to have an experience that is as worthy of creating those moments and creating these feelings and these stories from us. And at that point, is it worth it? And you could argue maybe yes, but it's also like at some point in time, you got to go like, no, nah, but that's not what this is for. No. The whole reason this existed was so that people would walk away from it talking like we did and like screaming from mountains at people being like, I don't care how much it costs you guys. It was worth every penny and everyone in the world who ever gets an opportunity should go the second they can. Yeah. And that that is why you make it. You don't make it so that like basically writing rise of the resistance is the other side. Sure. It's an immersive it's ride awesome, yeah. that you get. you get to feel like you're a part of something? You're on the ride before you realize it. It's, it's, it, you feel like you're in the universe, but you also know you're on a ride. To make it any cheaper than what we got, you're essentially just giving people the experience they get by going to Batu, by going to Galaxy's Edge, by riding Rise, by riding Smuggler's Run. So that already exists. So there's no point in making a slightly more expensive, but probably not Im any more immersive experience unless you're doing what we got. And so it's like, I get it. I understand it. It's just, it's a shame that it had to shake out this way. And especially after such a short amount of time, yeah. a one year, essentially like a year and a half. Right. Uh, well, cause yeah, well, yeah. Cause we went in 2021, March, 2021. It like just opened. It was only like the third or fourth. Yeah, we had like voyage. the fourth voyage. There was some, Ones before that, like the media one, they did like a make a wish one, but yeah, like for like official opening, we did the math, right? We were like so, one of the first 400, 500 people to ever ride it, yeah, yeah. So, and that was March, yeah, basically about a year and a half. Uh, Daewoo, 
Um, yeah, how much per person? If you had if you had a party for four, it was fifteen hundred per person. Which so it was like keep that in mind. Six grand basically when I go for to four Di- people. When I go to Disneyland for three days, mm. and I do Park Hopper, and I do Genie Plus, and uh, and let's say I had to pay for parking. That's another. I am paying essentially five hundred dollars. Yeah. Now that's without a hotel. Yeah. If I'm doing a hotel for those three days, I'm probably paying another five, six hundred dollars, depending yeah. on how close I am. Uh, if I'm within walking distance, it's an easy six or seven hundred dollars. That right there, going to Disneyland for three days with the bells and whistles and a good hotel room is the roughly the same price as a person would pay in their room to do the Star Cruiser. And yeah. I know people want to poop in the mean, math and blah, 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 but I do yeah. believe that that math becomes incredibly reasonable when you look at it that way. I looked it up, uh, well, day with three, it's two nights. I looked it up recently where if you did a deluxe resort, if you went to Orlando Disney World, I mean, it's it's still going to be cheaper, but if you did, if you did a deluxe uh, hotel stay, and this is an off season. I think I was pricing in January because again, that could also fluctuate too, depending yeah. on when you go. That could be a little bit more. But if I I did like a January check for a hotel, if you did a deluxe with four people, plus uh, park tickets for a day, plus their dining package because you can do dining packages uh, starting. Well, they did it before. They're bringing them back next yeah. year. Plus a dining package. I think it was like thirty five, thirty eight hundred or something like that. So cheaper, but uh, you got to throw it. The, the extra money that you're paying for at that point is having actors, having a live show Pay going for the, the whole time. Yes. 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 People so, pay $500 for front row seats at a uh, Broadway show, right? People pay because that's important to thousands them. Thousands of dollars for Taylor Swift show uh, uh, tickets. Yes. Yeah, sporting this past events. Summer. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like the dude, four people going. To a fucking playoff game. Oh yeah, I guarantee that that and that is what four hours. Yeah, yeah that that comes yeah. to more than the Star Cruiser did. Now I'm not saying that to say like it's better or worse. I'm just saying like no one's saying playoff tickets are a waste. No one's saying well yeah playoff would be cool, but uh like I uh, that's that's ridiculous. It's like yes that that is, but like if you could do it, you would right. Yeah. And what if I said, hey, here's a way to do it, and it's actually not that crazy. You'd go, you'd jump at the opportunity. So it's not like me, Stella, and Jim each paid six grand a piece yeah. to be there. It, like, the price breakout is not crazy. And, I mean, obviously, like, and I think we said this when we talked about it when they initially announced they were closing it. It's clearly expensive. Yes. But it's just, I think the thing that it comes down to, having done it, you see where the money went. It doesn't yes. feel like you're getting ripped off or that they're nickel and diming. People people acted like it was egregious and like it didn't make sense. Like it was like like it wasn't justified mm. and that it was overboard. When it's like, no, 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 no. Not only is it worth it, also it's not as much as you think it is. Yeah, yeah, because I think people thought, I don't know, people thought it was, yeah, like 5K per person or whatever it was, either way. I mean, the other thing is like, and I think we kind of touched on this in the past, talking about it, people, 
now because people are convinced that they're going to bring it back in some other fashion. And I just don't, I mean, I'm not going to say they'll never try something like this again. I think they thinking, will try something like this again, but for it, sure. It'll, it'll be worse yes. because they've, they're going to learn the wrong lessons from this. And it might not but even be Star Wars. People are convinced that like they're going to just open up a regular hotel or they're going to open up a restaurant like where the Star Cruiser is or something nah. and allow people to do like cheaper versions of it. And it's like, I just don't think that's going to be the case. No, like, that... You missed it. I'm, I'm sorry. You, you were cheering for it to fail. And then it failed, and now you're kind of bummed. You're not going to be able to do it, and you know, unfortunately, that's that's just how it goes. Well, like think about it. With the the Toy Story restaurant we went to, a highly themed, interesting restaurant mm. that has immersive theater happening throughout. That cost us what fifty dollars a person? Yeah, it was like forty five a head plus uh t- plus tips. And so, how yeah. would you compare that to the Star Cruiser? Uh, I mean, Starkers have destroyed it like, in, in every way. Yeah. So imagine people yeah. saying, yeah, but what if they open? It's like, no, you. I know what you think you're saying. Oh, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. imagine having a Star Wars version of that and being like, here you go. It's just like the Starkers. Yeah, like, like, I, know what, I know that these people think they're saying, like, yeah, we might get a version. It's like, no, no, no. Nothing other than the way it existed will ever hold a candle because they were able to go crazy. Yes. They went... They. They could make it a small enough group. They could have the actors. They could have the storyline. It could take place over multiple days. You could visit the park. It could tie back to the place. Like they could have all of that stuff. They could keep track of people. They could have people like involving you. Like they could have all of these things because it was that. And it's like, I liked the Toy Story restaurant, but I'm not going to be ta- telling people stories about the Toy Story restaurant no. in a couple of years, right? Yeah, no like, fucking it's just, way. It's not the same, and I, that's what, what people don't realize when they, when they try to, like, I guess they're trying to glass half full, but there's no way for them to ever truly realize that they don't, they, that they sound crazy because they've never experienced it. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, it's just the same way of how, like, the whole thing was people were just trying to, People were upset. I get it. It's expensive, so I get why people were upset about it. But uh, there was just too much, like, rooting for it to fail. Yeah. That's what rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And uh, and now it's like these same people are coming through with, like, well, here's what you do, guys. You price it like a deluxe hotel. You just make it a deluxe hotel. It's like, no, that's not. That's Even that was patronizing. someone. That's like showing an ignorance that you didn't know what it was. And maybe that's Disney's fault because they didn't properly explain. Like, it's not a fucking hotel. It's not okay? the Star it's Wars not hotel. It's not the Star Wars hotel. Yeah, that shows but, ignorance I mean, in what it was. We've gone over this. so. But either way, we're just it's just a bum out because it's over now. But uh, well, don't be sad that it was over. That it's over, Mike. Be happy that it happened. Yeah. Uh, uh, I do wish we somehow were able to squeeze in one more, but it was just. Yeah. It is a lot of money, so yeah, it's tough sure. to be able to do it this soon after we had done it. Unlike uh, some theme park vloggers that we watch, Ordinary Adventures, who are on Four their times. fourth. They did their fourth. Uh, Star Cruiser visit uh, a couple days ago. I guess to be fair, one of them was comped. Yeah, one was comped for media, and then yeah, three they paid for. Uh, it's so. funny, right before they announced that it was closing, I pulled the trigger. Remember those shoes I showed you, where I'm like, dude, how perfect would these shoes have been? 
Like, because shoes were a hard thing for the costume. Yeah, I think I was just wearing my Vans. Cause yeah. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go out, too out of my way and drop a bunch of money on just some <laughs> shoes I'm going to wear for two days yeah. or whatever. So I found those cool shoes. I was like, dude, don't these look like Star Wars shoes? Like, literally, the week that they announced it, I had pulled the trigger and said, I'm going to buy those shoes. I'm going to paint things up. I'm going to make them look really nice. Yeah. And I started working on them. They're sitting in my bathroom right now <laughs> as a constant reminder of the thing I. I was like, yeah, no, we're going to go. We're going to be able to go, and this will be a cool upgrade to whatever direction we go, and it's now it's just like, nope, nope, uh, never. I wish we had, I mean, obviously we had no idea knowing that it was going to close, but if we had somehow had booked something ahead of time, because it, it's like then you heard how when they announced it closed, all the people that had stuff booked, they gave them like half off. Yeah. Ugh. Would have been a dream. Yeah. Uh, Ryan in the chat, are theme park heads hurt by the news? I feel like theme park stuff always changes, and that's part of it. You got to go to a thing you like when it's available. That's, I mean, there's truth in that for sure. But usually you would think something would happen, like the change would be a little bit more down the line. Or there yeah. was always these murmurs that maybe they were just going to adjust it to a like a different story, which... Or really do less of them have, per year. Yeah, or like because people kept thinking they were going to somehow do like the Mandalorian or something, mm -hmm. which really doing it feels like it'd be hard to try to do yeah. that. And supposedly there were people, tr I think, like official news did come out that that was like a blue sky idea. But I'm sure once they sat down, they're like, well, how do we... Two Imagineers came out and said, yeah. we had three solutions that would prevent it from closing that we thought were even possible and at the end of the day, we decided that none of them were good enough. Yeah, it just wasn't. It wouldn't. You would have. It really had to have like stuffed it in to try to make it work. Yeah, um, it's. Just, but you're right. I mean, if, with a theme park thing, if if it's something you're excited for, you got to try to get in there fairly quickly. But this is different. This is like if Smuggler's Run opened up and people weren't crazy about it, and, and then, then it just closed it. down a yeah, year later. Like think true. about it. There are rides where you've heard those stories of like, oh, dude, it was only open for like this amount of time when those things happen, it's crazy. No one just goes, well, that's the way it is. Like if splash mountains, new Tiana rebrand, people don't love it. And then like, it's going to be later, around for yeah. 15, 20 years. Yeah. It doesn't just go away a year later and they go, well, you know what? Instead we will do Moana. That's just, that, that's not how it happens. So no one would expect that. So that's why this is kind of, kind of different. True. I remember when, um, I mean, a couple of years back when they first changed uh, Tower Terror to Guardians yeah. over at uh, California Adventure, I remember it was on the Disneyland Reddit, and some dumbass was trying to be like, uh, Guardians is already failing. They're going to change it back. Like He's <laughs> like, the the wait times are not hitting the, the uh, uh, goals or something like that. And I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. I don't think they... They look at wait times like, fuck, this is under an hour wait all the time. It's supposed to be over an hour. Like, that's yeah. not they're not uh, having measurables uh, it, like once they've done it, they spent a bunch of money on it. Yeah. They're going to. And especially, I mean, at that point, there was already plans for Avengers Campus and shit. They weren't going to just fucking like it's just funny. People talk out of their ass like they know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, well, and Guardians is like a top five and, ride. And Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> at the like, time, people uh, were so like. Just because the nostalgia and everything yeah. for Tower of Terror, so it was just kind of the just what would Walt think it. folks yeah. were out in full force about or the idea of retheming. A lot it. of sightline talk too, like oh, you could see the the collector's tower behind um, 
Cathay Circle or whatever. And yeah. it's like, I mean, I get it. I'm almost that guy with a theme park. And there are some things, if it's egregious, like we talk about Dude. it in Orlando, seeing the back of the Black Spires and you can, stuff. You can see the back of the Black Spires of Toy yeah. Story Land, and you can stand in Galaxy's Edge and look out and see Slinky Dog. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, yeah. Disneyland would never. Yeah, no, come on now. But uh, I'm, but I'm about a collector's yeah. <laughs> uh, mansion or whatever yeah. in view of Carthay Circle. Yeah. I don't care. The collector's menagerie yeah. is not the despicable act <laughs> that the backs of the Black Spire and being able to see Toy Story Land while standing in Galaxy's Edge. Are you? The, the, we are not the same. Yeah, no, we are not the same. Uh, anyways, theme parks, we love them. Yeah. I guess before we before we finish out, I do want to watch this video of Cardi B talking about a ghost that's trying to have sex with her. Oh, Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> you of gotta course. give it to Cardi B. She's quite a character. She knows yeah. how to be a character. Because the other thing everyone's sharing right now, I I, I assume this is new. Uh, she was on Hot Ones. Oh, okay. And, and now everyone's like, she's smart actually because she's. I get. I'll maybe I'll have to pull it up because I didn't watch it. She goes on a spiel about how she loves FDR. So here's the thing. <laughs> I know a shitload of things about hyper-specific stuff, too. Yeah. Do you guys think I'm smart? Do you guys think <laughs> I'm super smart? Or do I just, like, know a lot about something that I happen to like? Like, that's that knowing a lot about something does not a smart person make. In fact, a lot of art autistic weirdos really love wrestling. Yeah. And they know everything about wrestling. And you talk to them for 10 seconds... At an event, and you're like, well, this guy's retarded. Uh, <laughs> you don't go like, whoa, this guy knows the exact date of every uh, SummerSlam and WrestleMania over the <laughs> last 20 smart, years. Actually. He's a genius. He's actually a smart dude. <laughs> this guy's actually pretty smart. Put him on hot ones. On out of nowhere. So all I'm saying is, though, to you, right? That there's a fucking ghost or a spirit <laughs> in this fucking house. And what I don't like about it is that the ghost be fucking with me. Because when Offset is in this house, it never, nothing ever happens. But when I'm alone, it always want to fuck with me. Mind you, when I be in the house in Atlanta or in New York, I, there's nothing. But this house in LA is always some weird vibe when I'm here. And at this. Is this like her version of Offset's I'm gay, y'all? <laughs> Balls in my face. Balls in my face. Is this like he somehow heard her getting like fucked by some other guy? And she's like, no, you don't no, understand. That's it a was, ghost. It was the ghost. <laughs> when you ain't, when you're here, there's no ghost. Yeah, it never happens when you're here. In fact, Ghost didn't even know you were here. But, but then when he heard you, he disappeared. She did like the movie or TV show where you like butt dial someone while you're getting fucked. And yeah. he's like, what? What's going on? And she's like, no, it's the ghost you don't get it wanna fuck with me mind you when i be in the house in atlanta or in new york I, there's nothing but this house in la is always some weird vibe when i'm here and at this point i feel like if i go to sleep the fucking ghost is gonna finger pop me because bitch the nigga wants me he wants me like I'm, I kid you not. Like, I'm not even in my main bedroom. I'm in I love that Cardi B says, I kid you not. Yeah, I like that Cardi B is like, anyway, this ghost is trying to figure me. Anyway, I kid you not. I kid you. Eat my ass like a plum. I kid you not. <laughs> Four score and seven years ago, this pussy tight like a nun. <laughs> because, bitch, the nigga wants me. He wants me. Like, I'm, I kid you not. Like, I'm not even in my main bedroom. I'm in, like, I'm in, like, the guest bedroom because 
first of all, the, the, the sound in the hallway, as soon as the security come in, the sound is gone. But I could still hear the fly. He can't even find the fly. All I can hear is... What? <laughs> what is the fly? What? What is the lore here? Huh? <laughs> I like how she's talking about it like we know. This is like when the... Uh, R.I.P. Tor tries to explain the story to a house, <laughs> and you're like, nah, I, I think guess. you just kind of wanted a house with some of the uh, the universal monsters in it. <laughs> the hallway, as soon as the security come in, the sound is gone, but I could still hear the fly. He can't even find the fly. All I can hear is in the bedroom, so now I'm just in the guest bedroom, and I'm just so disoriented because I'm so alone in this house with this fucking ghost that clearly <laughs> wants to fuck me because he only comes around when I'm here and by myself and I'm just gonna call my security guard to put me in a fucking hotel because I just can't fucking take it anymore bitch I'm fucking <laughs> <laughs> she's pretty funny I can't funny, even take dude. it anymore bitch you do gotta kind of give it to her oh, no, a yeah. little bit I feel like maybe she cracks me up it's on accident probably but that's what so I mean if it's not though does that mean she's aware of when she's like eat this pussy uh, eat this ass like a plum like is she kind of like oh my god Jim, well, are you people, trying to say that maybe she's a genius? Yeah. I, Is that I what you're trying I to argue? Am. I think I'm saying she's fucking Atlas right now. Can you imagine? She's holding up the world. <laughs> can you imagine uh, Offset, like, his accountant calls him and goes, yeah, okay, so this month you had uh, this much at that club. Uh, uh -huh. You had your car payments for that. You got your house payment. You have the ten thousand uh, dollar hotel fee, and he's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> what what you talking about?" He's like, "Oh yeah, remember when um, Cardi B needed a hotel because that ghost was trying to fuck her?" <laughs> yeah, he's this is that popper. time, and he's like, "Huh?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I'm just gonna call my security guard to put me in a fucking hotel because I just can't fucking take it anymore, bitch. I'm fucking over it. <laughs> the bitch is so good. I don't fucking like this house. I can't take it anymore, bitch. Ends, or is there more? I do like that she's just filming the ceiling. That's yeah. all I wanted oh, to tell you. Hold on. That's all I wanted to tell you. So that was just her being like letting it linger. I thought yeah. maybe the video fucked up or it was over, but there was just more time. She was just letting us all kind of marinate a yeah, little bit. Yeah, she understands the build yeah. that is required yeah. for a good scare. <laughs> That's all I wanted to tell you. That's all. I'm I'm just afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> I hate fucking coming over here. I just cannot wait to go home already. I'm here, and I just cannot wait to go fucking home again. I hate it here. This would be perfect for a jump scare, though. Like yeah. we're talking about. Oh, if it was a screamer video, yeah, a screamer and yeah, a video. fucked up face yeah. just showed up. Anyways, guys, I'll, I'll, I'll call y'all later. I'll call y'all later, but I swear to God, like, I'm scared to close my fucking eyes because this motherfucker keeps... Fucking with me. He keeps fucking with me. I ain't blinking. It's I ain't never blink again. <laughs> Let me see if I can find her talking about FTR. I do love that she was like, I'm fucking sick and tired of this bitch. <laughs> 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 this is a funny way to say that. I'm going to get a chopped cheese sandwich. You know, did you have a lasting memory? What you was asking me? Oh, about uh, taking David Letterman to get a chopped cheese sandwich. You know, did you have a lasting memory from that? Kind of a, an amazing cultural moment to witness. I, that wasn't even like my favorite part. I didn't really care about that part. <laughs> what stays in my mind for a long time is that I went to FDR's house. If anybody loves me, know me, I love FDR. You love FDR? Yes, and I love Eleanor Roosevelt. Here's the thing. This yeah, isn't you know actually that. 
surprising because remember when yeah. there was that political video she was in? Oh, that's right. And I think all yes. of us mentioned, I think it's when she was with Bernie, right? Yes, she was with Bernie. And we were like... And did she was she even talk about Eleanor Roosevelt on that, maybe? I think she may have. But my big takeaway from that was that like she didn't sound phony. Yeah. She didn't try to act like she knew more than she did, but she did seem to really kind of know more than you would have expected her to. Yeah. So I didn't come away being like, she's a genius. But it was like, oh, okay. This is something that's important to her. She's not like... Her publicist didn't say, hey, yeah, Bernie's people called. We're going to have you go to a barbershop and talk to him for 20 minutes. And she's like, whatever. It was probably something where, like, she was like, hey, uh, call up Bernie. I want to talk to him. Yeah. And then they're like, well, maybe we can make it a thing. Like, that, that this, this, I'm not going to think she's a genius, but I'm also actually, because of it's, that other video, I'm feel, not surprised. Yeah, it doesn't feel like, well, I think she definitely... She sidesteps to bring it up in a weird way, but I think it's she did legit because she legit wants to talk about it. Yeah, it's not like someone's like, "Hey, talk about FDR." <laughs> well, it's funny. He's like, "Yeah, what about this cool moment?" And she's like, "That moment was gay." That uh, wasn't my favorite. I fucking love this other <laughs> moment. He got us through the Great Depression, Real with well. a war. Mm -hmm. Only president that got elected four times while he's in a wheelchair. As I grew up, wait, she was eating sour cream with a spoon. I can't. Yeah, I don't. Is she not eating? Oh, I mean, is that just cooling down the hotness or something? I guess. Cause yeah, you do but cream or milk but or whatever. Still, she's but eating yeah. a lot of it. You know what? She's eating. <laughs> she's eating that uh, that that <laughs> sour cream like a plum. Yeah, she is. <laughs> and you know how he got us through the Great Depression Real with a war. Mm -hmm. Only president that got elected four times. While he's in a wheelchair, as I grew up reading a lot about Eleanor Roosevelt, she had a very sad life. And like when I went to her uh, her house, well, she she had different house. Whoever added this music though is ruining it. Yeah, I don't I was know just if this is that. from. I don't know if Hot Ones has this music playing they or if this not. guy that tweeted it added the music. From her husband because it's manipulative. You know, um, yeah, FDR mama, she was always around. Like, and she didn't really like that. Like Eleanor wanted her space. Just like me, I want my own space all the time. I saw the room where Churchill and FDR was talking about the nuke. That is crazy <laughs> to me. Like, like I'm really here. Like I like I don't know why. I'm obsessed with war. Okay, so she's right, I could hear it with yes, the aliens. Yes, yes, yes. She's talking about this FDR stuff like we just talked about the Star Cruiser. Yes, yeah. Does anyone think we're geniuses? <laughs> Did anyone just hear <laughs> yeah. us passionately talk about the Star Cruiser for a half an hour and come away being like, wow, Mike and Jim are geniuses? Those are geniuses. They love the Star Cruiser. Yes, like, I'm obsessed with World War II. Like, I love World War I. Like, you know, I like reading about that. But World War II, like, I'm obsessed with just learning everything about it. So for me to be in the same room that Churchill like and FDR was discussing, the nuke is like... The nuke. It was just such a moment for me. Like, y'all probably think I'm crazy, but, like, it was just like, well, I love this. I just, I don't know. I don't know. Oh my god, my mouth is not burning anymore. Yeah, I, you know, that's all it took. You just had to walk down and, you know, do a, a historical re envisioning of FDR, you know? And then also eat a bunch of yeah, sour eats, cream by yeah. the spoonful. Uh, I mean, this cup does make her seem more likable. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. I'm coming away from this being like, yeah, Cardi B is a likable person. My guess is the same people that are saying she's smart are probably also trying to say, like, 
yo, she's a nerd. Like, you know, yeah, the nerd yeah, appropriation. Like, like, she's an absolute nerd. That's everyone. Yeah. That, that nerd appropriation is something mm. that has, uh, it's become a, a real plague uh, yeah. on society is the idea that like a person that you're supposed to think of as being cool or normal. It's like, oh, but did you know? Like people do it with a uh, Mangello. Like, but did oh, you yeah. know? Did you know like, he's a nerd? Yeah, I like uh, Mangello, but like, and Henry they, Cavill yeah, is Henry a Cavill nerd. built a PC. Yeah, like, totally. the, like th- this idea that like these people, because they're famous or attractive, are incapable of like being into something. Yeah, and so it's supposed to be shocking and crazy. Like maybe the thing they're into can be surprising because you don't expect. Because like you think of it as a very small subculture or something like right. Like I remember, um, I was watching Great British Bake Off, and one of the guys, one of his cakes was literally Tom DeLonge's head, hmm. and I was like, "Well, that's fucking cool." This is some dude that like loves Blink, a gigantic band. But in 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 the context, you go like, "I didn't expect that. What a fun thing." Yeah. But I'm not like he likes something. Oh my god. I I like things. He likes things that aren't cake. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. I think I think that too many yeah. people try to project that onto celebrities and hot people. So my takeaway from this is just that Cardi B seems incredibly likable here yeah. and it makes me be like, "Yeah, good for you, Cardi B." I, I, you're a cool one, my book. And scrolling through after I just searched for the clip, Netflix does show that she did go to FDR's place with David Letterman. So at least that makes more sense why yeah. she was randomly like, that wasn't even like, yeah. it sounded like he asked about being with David Letterman and she was bringing up some completely yeah. different story. She I was just never, saying the sandwich was stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I never would have thought that that was related to the David Letterman story, but at least it makes more sense. Right. Anyways, we're huge Cardi B fans now. Yeah, we love her. We the love B Cardi in Cardi B. B stands for bitch. Yeah, because <laughs> I, yeah, I don't give a fuck, <laughs> bitch. Uh, shit. Well, I guess that's fucking... <laughs> That's fucking that. Fuck yeah. That's fucking that. Cardi B. Put a fucking fork in. Put a fucking uh, forky in us. What are you trying to say, Jim? <laughs> put a forky from Toy Story 4 in us. We're fucking trash. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite part of the show. Um, oh, shit. I would say uh, hearing and seeing some of that footage. I think it's uh, an audio. I think it's fun that we got the opportunity to tell the, a version of the story. And then people kind of got to hear some of it as well. I think that's fun. Yeah, I, I love that we were mic'd up for that. Yes. I'm trying to figure out other situations where we could do similar things. Where we're just mic'd uh, up. <laughs> yeah, just because, you know, even if it's just sometimes it might be we're mic'd up for a few hours, but we only get a few minutes of something out of it. It's kind of fun. I enjoy yeah. it. Well, I also forget that I'm mic'd up. Yeah. Not like I'm like telling people my deepest, darkest secrets or like talking shit about someone, but it yeah. is just like very easy to forget. Like, oh yeah, I know I'm here in the haunted houses getting my reactions, but your brain doesn't think of it like, oh no, every word out of my mouth is now being recorded for the next six hours. Yeah. Yeah. We got some good stuff. And, uh, yeah, so reliving some of Horror Nights, uh, getting emotional again about the Star Cruiser. If anyone yeah. that loves us knows, as to put it in Cardi B yeah. words, anyone that loves us knows 
We love the fucking Star Cruiser. We'll defend it no matter what. Yeah. You'll try to say, tell us it's too expensive. You'll try to tell us that it failed, and we'll tell you to fuck off. Yeah, we'll tell you to eat our cocks yeah. and suck our dicks and uh, get fucked a thousand times. And I'm very happy that Jeff ended up getting uh, tickets to Stagankfest. Yeah. I know he really wanted to go. So. That's his Star Cruiser. Yes, he got to go on his Star Cruiser. In fact, that's how important the Star Cruiser has been to us, that every time we describe something that someone loves, we call it their Star Cruiser. <laughs> As if that's like something that is universally understood. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. You know what else is beautiful, Jim? Oh, what's that? All of the many, many people that are subscribed to the Jim and Them Patreon at patreon.com slash Jim and Them. That is where all of our cool bonus extra stuff lives and breathes. Lots of good stuff up there. This is not one of those fly-by-night Patreons where it's like, hey, once a month, we're going to give you a 25-minute bonus episode. Or, yeah. hey, no. uh, if you give us this amount, we're going to shout you out at the end of a show what, twice every six months. No, 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 no. Nope, nope. We got ideas, and we got nowhere to put them, so we put them on the Patreon. It changes nothing about this show. All this show does is make you like us enough to go like, whoa, these guys have other stuff. I would love to hear that. And you would be right if you said that. Jim, give me some examples of the type of things we have on the Patreon for the people. Well, it is spooky season, so we did just record a commentary for a spooky movie. We have uh, Ouija Origin of Evil, which is a Mike Flanagan joint, the Haunting of Hill House, Mike Flanagan himself. And I think it was a very good commentary. I think we got some good spooks on there. Uh, we got some good uh, goofs on there as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of fun. And you could also, if you check the archives, uh, September, October-ish of each year, you should find some other spooky films that you could check out. And uh, if you're not on the Patreon to see those, uh, keep an eye on the kick because maybe we'll sh show a couple of the older ones because uh, tis the season. And that's just a, a small piece. We also have a part zero That'll be going up soon. Ooh, that I liked recorded. that part zero. Yeah, we recorded on the road in Orlando. We also got Jim Interventions. We got fucking uh, Theater of the Mind where we read smut. We got uh, <laughs> Pitch Storm and Ain't Easy, Man vs. Machine, where we pitch our own films and put it up against Chat GPT. Uh, plenty, 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 plenty of content for you to enjoy patreon.com slash Jim and them. It's a fucking steal. It's a goddamn bargain. What are you waiting for? Yeah, what are you waiting for? In fact, what am I waiting for? Yeah. I need to go to showsthatyouknow.com immediately. What am I waiting for? Yes. Showsthatyouknow.com. I host a podcast with Jacob Burrows. We discuss well, television shows. You, you post it with the voice, the AI voice. Don't shatter my illusion, Mike. Of a replicated Jacob Burroughs. R.I.P. Jacob Burroughs, the real Jacob Burroughs. But I like to think with the glasses half full. And to me, that's Jacob Burroughs. Sure. But, yes, if you've heard the latest podcast about the podcast about television, I am now broadcasting with an AI version of Jacob Burroughs because he's presumed dead after our season finale of season one when he was taken from his home and his whereabouts are unknown. It is seamless, the AI you got. Yes, no, totally. I have been soldiering on, as they say, keeping the, the flame alive as we continue to listen and, re and review TV rewatch podcasts hosted by actors invading the podcast space. They want to shut me up. They won't shut me up. <laughs> me and my trusty AI, Jacob Burrows, we're gonna fucking uh, we're gonna blow the roof off this goddamn conspiracy 
Uh, you can find those episodes at showswithyouknow.com. Yes, we do have another Full House rewatch show to discuss coming shortly uh, because we just did Dave Coulier's Full House Rewind. Now we have Andrea Barber and Jody Sweeten's um, How Rude Tanneritos. So be on the lookout for that. Fantastic. My uh, Oh, I was going to say real quick, Hugo says that uh, there are a lot of Jim and them errors, uh, but now there are only two. Before Star Cruiser and after Star Cruiser. It is and true. And I tend to agree with that. I also, I would say that that's a, a fair assessment of us, Hugo. Thank you. Uh, my uh, endorsement is actually, I made a joke about it earlier, uh, is the Great British Baking Show. It's back, Ooh. baby. First episode is up on Netflix. They, they simulcast it. It's like, well, I guess that's probably the wrong word. It's, it's, all, it's day and date, essentially, where it goes live there. And I think like... 12 hours later, winds up on Netflix for us. Not bad. Uh, not so bad. me and Nikki Coles, a uh, friend of the show, Nikki Coles, uh, get very excited about this because he often like is familiar with people on the show or where they're from or something, but he watches it a lot. So me and him will watch it, often decide who we like, and then kind of talk about it after every episode. Nice. Uh, I love the show. It's a great show. Check it out if you never have. It's probably one of those shows that like you hear people talk about and go like, you roll your eyes. And I, I don't blame you, um, but similar to a lot of those, like, I guess you'd lump it in with reality shows. Mm. It, it has a charm to it that if you think it's not for you, maybe watch it and you might find out that it is for you. Because I never would have expected it be, to be for me, and it is. Huh. So my endorsement is the return of the new season of The Great British Baking Show. Hell to the yeah. Well, on that... I'm Jim. And we're them. And we're out. Word. Word.